the gift of prayer. Um, isn't it amazing that you and I have access <laughs> at all to the God of the universe? I mean, that, that, that he would even have anything to do with us. Um, David, uh, in, in the Psalms, talks about this. Uh, he says, what is man that you're mindful of him? Have you ever seen this picture? I got a picture for you this morning. Um, if, if you see just past the arrow, if you can see it, is a itty, ditty, bitty, ditty, tiny little dot, um, which is Earth. That, that is a picture uh, out of NASA's archives taken from the uh, Mars Land Rover, from the surface of Mars. And you, and you can see that, that, that that's it. That's... That's the Earth, from from and it's and it's so much bigger in that highlight box, isn't it? You know, <laughs> that tiny little white speck. So David is looking up into this huge, uh, vast universe that God has made, and and he's saying, "Wow, you know, here we are on this Earth, just this little." tiny speck among everything else that God can probably hold in his hands anyway. And he says, what is man that you're mindful of him? Right? This, this little tiny speck and all its tinier inhabitants. What, why do you even care? Why do you even take notice of us? And he says, and the son of man, that you care for him. He, he focuses it inward. He says, I'm just one on, on a whole earth full of people. Why would God have any interest in me, right? And yet for us, as believers, Peter, writing to the church, uh, quoting Psalm 34, says this, 1 Peter 3.12, he says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. Isn't that incredible? Now, first of all, we have to settle this. Who are the righteous? Who are the righteous? Let me, let me remind you, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that, that righteousness, the only acceptable righteousness to God, perfect righteousness comes through faith in Jesus Christ, right? Trusting in what he accomplished for us through his death and resurrection. Not in our ability, right, to do right all the time. Our righteousness is up and down and up and down and up and down, mostly down, Right? But perfect righteousness, as Romans 5, we looked at that, perfect righteousness comes to us as a gift from God through faith in Jesus Christ. We put all our trust and hope in him, and God gives us righteousness. Right? Um, the Bible says, he who knew no sin, Jesus, became sin for us that we might be the righteousness of God in him. Incredible. So... We are, by faith in Christ, if you're a believer in Jesus this morning, you are the righteous. And the righteous, the Bible says, the eyes of the Lord are on you, and his ears are attentive to your prayers. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. Almighty creator of all that is, is attentive to you. Isn't that awesome? And prayer... Prayer is so much more than just us asking God for stuff, 
right? I want to I see that this morning, just what an awesome gift prayer is and what it can accomplish in our lives. And as I was thinking about prayer and the gift of prayer, God says, look at the Lord's Prayer. Look at the Lord's Prayer. So that's what we're going to do this morning. <coughs> look at the prayer that Jesus gave us from Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9. Because that, that prayer, from the Our Father to the Amen, uh, every part of that prayer helps us in our Christian lives. Let's look at it this morning. First of all, Our Father who art in heaven. Our Father who art in heaven. The first thing that prayer does for us is to establish our unique relationship with God. Yes, he is almighty God, isn't he? But compared, and compared to him, you and I are pretty insignificant, as, as David said, uh, at least me. Um, but to us, he's not just God. He is our Father. Now, I know everybody here didn't have a perfect father, so we can't you know, necessarily correlate that. But let's just say... There is a perfect Father because He is, and He is in heaven, and He loves us perfectly, and He deals with us perfectly, right? He is our Father in heaven. And Jesus, in giving us that prayer, wanted to make sure that everything else that came after that was built upon that foundation, was built upon that knowledge, that we, in our heart, first of all, we see Him as that loving, caring Father in our lives. And from there, he says, number two, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed or holy. Right? The second thing that prayer does for us is to give us perspective. Perspective. Having established that relationship, now let's see who our daddy is, our Abba. Right? Let's see who he is. Hallowed or holy is his name. Holy means set apart. And we could get into all, all the different kinds of scriptures uh, that, that, that talk about that. But, but can we say, because we know there is just nobody like him. There is no one that can compare with him. No one that can compare with his power and his might and his glory and his wisdom and his love and his faithfulness and his justice and his righteousness and on and on and on, right? He is utterly above everything and everybody. He is set apart. That's what that word holy means. He is set apart. He's just so much. I mean, everything else is a zillion miles that way. You know what I'm saying? He is utterly, wow, he's God, right? He is the I am, the self-existent one, the one who's always been, the creator and sustainer of everything. That's my daddy. How about you? Right? So we establish our father. And then we say, who is our father? <laughs> That's my daddy. That's my daddy. There's nobody like him. Nobody can beat him. There's nobody even close by a zillion miles. That's my father. That's my father. Isn't it nice that when we come to him with our problems, we see how much greater he is than they are, right? So we could also say, number three, that, that, that prayer builds our faith, doesn't it? 
It establishes relationship. It, it, it gives us perspective, and it builds our faith. Three things already. We haven't even gotten into this yet. Okay, verse 10. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The fourth thing that prayer does for you and me is that it helps us align our hearts with his, with his heart, with his will, with his purposes, right? To lay down our agendas and our plans, which are often, if you're anything like me, often self-seeking, often have a pretty narrow perspective on things, and can just plain get us into trouble, can't they? Yeah. So we want to make his will, his plans and purposes our goal, because he's perfect, right? The psalmist says, in all his ways, God is perfect. He's all-knowing, he's all-wise, right? And he is our loving father. So we say, okay, Lord, your kingdom come. Your will be done. Verse 11. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. The, first, the fifth thing that prayer does is connect us with unlimited supply. I can remember being in a restaurant several years ago and I was, I was hearing, they, they had like the radio going and stuff, and somebody had just hit the lottery for a gazillion dollars. And, and I thought to myself, well, that person can just go, <sighs> God says, you know, that still small voice that uh, Kate talked about this morning, said, whoa, whoa, how many, how many millionaires have gone bankrupt like that? How many, what is the, I forget what the average is. Um, people who hit the lottery, it's like five years later, they're, they're right back where they were or worse off, right? The average person, because they, they, they just go on a spending spree. So money is up and down. The economy is up and down. And God reminded me, if anybody has an unlimited supply, it's you. Because I am your God, and I am unlimited. If anybody should be able to go, in life... It's us. Right? In Bible study, we talked about the Sabbath. That's what the Sabbath is for, to, to remember who God is, right? to reflect on him and, and who we are as his kids so that we can go, isn't the Sabbath for rest? Right? Yeah. Unlimited supply. Jeremiah said, Ah, Lord God, it is... You who have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm, nothing is too hard for you. First of all, he's our father. That makes him willing. Hallowed be your name. That makes him able. <laughs> we have a source, don't we? Jesus said, why worry about what you're going to eat? What you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. Your Heavenly Father Father knows you need all these things. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And all these things will be added to you. Right? Unlimited supply. Verse 12. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. The sixth thing. That's a weird word, isn't it? Sixth 
The sixth thing that prayer does is to clean the junk out of our hearts. Right? So easily clogged up with junk and bad thoughts and stuff about us that the, that the world says, the devil says it's not true, and drama from this person and this problem over here, and, and uh, you know, just all kinds of junk, right? Our own guilt and shame, bitterness and resentment towards others. What do you do with that? If it stays in there, I mean, they have they have scientifically linked stuff like this to heart problems and cancer, right? Unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, resentment, that stuff that sits in there and stews and boils and releases all kinds of bad chemicals and stuff into your heart and brain and all that kind of stuff, right? It's it's physical. It leads to depression, outbursts of anger, revenge. Destructive, self-medicating behaviors. We see it all the time, don't we? Life-controlling habits. Physical problems. But when we confess our own sins to the Lord, our Father who loves us, right? Not the, not the judge. Come to our Father. Confess our sins. Forgive us our debts. What do we find? We find forgiveness, right? Hebrews 4, mercy, grace to help in time of need. And then having found that for ourselves and the release of that guilt and that shame and realizing that we sin, right, and how easy it is to fall into sin, then we go, oh, by the way, Lord, I want to forgive so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so because they're sinners just like me and they wounded me whether they did it on purpose or not or whatnot, you know, we're all fallible. So, yeah, I, I, I'll let them go. Matter of fact, why don't you forgive me just like I'm forgiving them? <laughs> That's a scary thought. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, we see ourselves as human, and then we let other humans go for what they've done. And all that junk just comes off in prayer, releasing those burdens, releasing that stress that results in spiritual, mental, and even physical health for us. Prayer helps us clean that junk out. Verse 13, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The seventh thing prayer does to keep us humble. Keep us humble. Now that we're talking to our Father about sin and how easy we sin and others sin, it's like, okay, God, I, I realize, you know, I fall into temptation pretty easily. So, would you steer me clear from that? Because I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do that again. I want to blow it. I don't want to, you know, I, I. I I fall pretty easy, so just can you help me here? Can you steer me clear away from that stuff? Thank you very much. Lean me away from that, Lord, so I don't get into trouble. And as we look then at this fallen world before our Father, with all of its traps, with all of its 
temptations, all of its false promises and the things that keep us fighting and bickering and hurting one another and all of that, we say, Father, thine is the kingdom and the power, right? And the glory forever. Number eight, prayer keeps us pointed in the right direction. Prayer keeps us pointed in the right direction. Toward his kingdom. Toward his values. Toward the principles that that operate in his kingdom. The things that we find in his word. Because we see all the junk in the world and we go, yeah, okay, I see. And what is all that from? That's from not following you. So Lord, yours is the real kingdom. That's the one to follow. That's, that's the direction to go. Your kingdom. And your power. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I need your power. And when all is said and done, Lord, it's for your glory. Not for mine. Because I couldn't do it. I was a mess. I was a mess and heading for hell. And you know that and I know that. So all is said and done. And I get up there and just it's, it's all... It's all about you. It's all about your glory. Right? Keeps us pointed in the right direction. And with that, we seal with a hearty amen. Right? Amen. The word means, so be it. So we get to to the end of that prayer, and we see that he is our Father, that he is the strongest, the highest, and the best, that his ways are likewise superior to anything else, that he is the provider of all that we need, that he has forgiven our sins, and we hold no grudges against anybody else, that the world doesn't revolve around us, and that following him is truly the way to go. And we seal that with a hearty amen. So be it. So be it. And in so doing, prayer helps us not only to renew our commitment to follow him, but gives us all the reasons why. Right? Everything we just talked about. That's why. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the way to go. And we we walk away from prayer, you know, again, just, just doubled in that commitment. Yeah. That's the way I want to go. Because he's my father and all the rest. Right? Prayer helps us, doesn't it? What a gift that God has given us in prayer. I hope that that's a gift that you're opening every single day. Amen? So let's pray. Oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you for the gift that you even... Think about us and individually have your eye on us, your ear open to us, to me, little old me, has the ear of God. Wow. And then in prayer, so many blessings that you pour out. Thank you. Thank you for this gift. And Lord, we even get so distracted by so many other things and are so busy. 
We ask you even this morning, would you remind us this throughout the week? Would you draw us by your spirit into that place of prayer? Help us in this, Lord. Help us to develop good prayer habits. Time with you. Not because we have to, but because we get to. Speak to us. Draw us. Touch us. And change us, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.